Hey guys, we're here today with a special guest, Richard Flint, a personal development coach and speaker for almost 40 years, helping individuals and couples live their best life possible. He has written quite a few books on relationships, published over 60 CDs and 30 DVDs, helping people reach inside, find their dreams and actually achieving it. Hey Richard, how are you? I am very well. How are you doing? I'm so glad and honored to have you here. What is your definition of the marriage roller coaster? The thing we need to understand is that no relationship is perfect. I used to have couples in the counseling room that would tell me our marriage is perfect. So I'd ask them three questions and pretty much they would know that their marriage was not perfect. There's always going to be ups and downs in the relationship. What I found over the years is that when two people come together, the thing that brings them together is that special something. And that special something varies from couple to couple. But as long as they're their concentration, their focus is on that special something. They can handle almost anything in a relationship. I have found that relationships, you know, there's this this up and down that they go through. There are times when they hate each other, and there are times when they just like each other. Uh, there are times when they love each other, and there are times when they're in love with each other. Now, as long as that in love with each other is the, the foundation of everything, you can handle the times when you slip into just liking each other or, you know, uh, you love each other or you just tolerate each other. And by the way, in this new abnormal we're going through, I'm finding that a lot of couples are learning they're just tolerating each other right now because of, of being combined. But as long as they can go back to that special something, they can strengthen the connection. But if they lose that special something, create a disconnect. And in my years of working with couples, I have found that there are certain things that cause the disconnect. I'll lay them out for you. Moments that create disconnect that aren't handled. They store up things. And then when their inner trash can is full, it's just over the top and they explode. A lack of really listening to each other. A lot of couples don't listen to each other because they just want the other one to shut up so that they can say what they want to say. And it's not that they're there to resolve anything. They're the things that they've pent up. Also, the resistance to change. All relationships go through change. From the time that a relationship begins, the word that really is the foundation to that relationship is change. Every aspect of the relationship is going to be a part of change. And if we resist the change, then we put it on a roller coaster. One that I hear all the time, reliving the past and the present. Always reminding some of what they didn't do yesterday. Using yesterday as their reason to come to, to beat on them today. And as long as you're reliving yesterday, that special something is wearing thin. A lessening of that. This is bigger than most people talk about, but it's there because that, that the sexual part of a relationship is a part of strengthening that special something. And when that lessens, it creates a sign of disconnect, really one that's been really growing our society today, getting too busy to have time for each other. You know, one of the things that, that disconnects a couple is before married, they date. They go out, they do things, they have fun, they enjoy each other. And then they get married and they're too busy. Busy to date. Like one guy told me, he said, I can't afford to date her anymore. I said, well, you can't afford not to date her. It's amazing how as the relationship develops and maybe children come in and stuff, 
up, different things happen. They lose the dating part of the relationship. And dating is one of the glues that holds the relationship together. And then things that I listen to when I talk to couples, and that is the expectations for the relationship have become individual, not together. And I always listen to the pronouns that a couple uses. Do they talk about me, I? Do they talk about us? And the pronoun used tell you about the connection or the disconnection of the relationship. And I have found these eight to be the most common disconnects in a relationship. Each one of these will do one thing. It will weaken that special something that brought you together. So how can one get out of this and be in a healthy place of the, on the roller coaster and actually enjoy the ride? Well, I think there are certain things that have to be done. If couples can practice this, it'll always take come back to that special something. And I just want to remind your listeners, you're going to slip in and out of those four things. You're going to tolerate each other. You're going to like each other. You're going to love each other. You're going to end each other. And if you can always come back to being in love, everything else in a relationship can be resolved. But you can't resolve anything if you lose that special something that brought you together. You know, we know all relationships begin uh, probably 98% because of physical attraction. I've watched people People interview each other with their eyes. They'll start at the bottom of the head, work through the bottom of the feet. And if they deem that person physically attractive, then they want to get to know them. But the relationship has to evolve beyond that. There has to be that internal something that says, this is the person I want to spend the rest of my life. To manage the roller coaster and to manage the ups and downs in a relationship, I would suggest to your listeners that there are seven things that I really work with couples on. First, conflict in any form is dealt with in a timely fashion. You can't collect wrongs. I mean, you can't have a part of your life where I'm going to save this and then when I want to, I'm going to throw this at. There has to be communication and communication is looking for resolution for anything that can hold the relationship hostage. So when there is a moment of conflict, rather than getting angry, rather than just throwing up your hands and walking away, you need to understand we have got to talk about this. The second thing that I I suggest to controlling the roller coaster is being open to listening to each other. You know, may not always agree with each other, but there are times you're going to be wrong. Sometimes if I am angry or I've collected a bunch of negative emotions, I don't want to listen to you. I just want you to shut up and let me vent what I want to vent. And nothing gets resolved. And, you know, there are two things here. Anything you don't complete has continuation. I'm amazed when I was doing counseling, how many people they'd sit in front of me and they would sit there and the whole conversation was about what someone did yesterday. And they had a checklist of all the wrong. And when you have that checklist, you stop listening to each other. You cannot resolve anything in your life and any part of your life if you're not listening. Listening is the most important foundational principle for growth that there is. You got to be willing to admit, hey, I was wrong. And there's an interesting thing about forgiveness I just put in here. We're too quick to forgive. Forgiveness is not something you grant somebody. It's something that they earn. If I ask you to forgive me and you forgive me, and then I go back out and do the same thing all over again, I really didn't want you to forgive me. I just wanted you to let it go. And forgiveness is only grand. There's improvement in behavior. The third thing that you got to have to control the roller coaster is there has to be new paths that you walk together. You know how many relationships become boring? Because they do the same thing every day. Their relationship is just a root trapped in a 
circle of sameness, and they wonder why there's no spark. They wonder why there's no adventure. They get locked into a routine of sameness. And what that does is it makes you boring to each other. There's constantly got to be new paths, new adventures, new dreams that you have together, new visions that you're working on. Then the fourth thing, the conversations you have must always be looking for solutions. You know, and, and this again is an argument does not look for solutions. A fight between two people does not look for solutions. Anger, excuses, justifications, or reasons are not looking for solutions. A solution is where we come together with a common purpose. There's an issue here. We have a common agenda. Here's what we need to do to resolve this. And then we have a common commitment that we're going to let go of it. We found the resolution. It's gone. Because if you ever bring it back up, it never left. Number five of our seven is responding is always stronger than react. When I react to you, I'm living from my emotions up. When I respond to you, I'm looking at you and talking to you from my mind down. Your mind does not know how to be negative. Your mind only wants resolution. But when your emotions take over, it's more about sometimes punishing, creating pain, conflict, letting someone know. So as you enter the conversation, it has to be focused on resolving. And then number six, offer hugs, not verbal punches. Every person needs hugs. And we need three forms of hugs. We need mental hugs. And mental hugs are important because mental hugs say that you're listening to me. We need emotional hugs because emotional hugs say that I care for you. And then we need physical hugs because physical hugs say I'm here with you. Everybody needs hugs. The last thing is let yesterday be lesson driven. I think there's a lesson in everything. It's the mind frame we come in with. What can we learn from this that'll make us have a better relationship? Because I talk with couples all the time. You really want three things for your relationship. You want your relationship to be in the process of becoming better. We're learning about each other. The secret to any relationship, one of the secrets is not try to change something, but learn how to blend personality. Listen, if I'm trying to change, you know what I'm saying? I don't like you. I don't like you the way you are. You need to be this way. But if I grow to understand your personality, that special Something about you is in your personalities. It's what brought you to work. And I want us to be smarter about this relationship. I want us to learn how to communicate so that we're not hurting each other. And then the third thing is we've got to work on being stronger. And being stronger as a couple is learning how to build a foundation where it's built on belief, trust, and faith in this relationship rather than worry and uncertainty. Our relationships are built on one of two foundations, either belief, trust, and faith, or doubt, worry, and uncertainty. And we want it to be belief, trust, and faith in each other. If you can achieve these, then what happens is you'll always come back to that special something that brought you together in the first place. So how does one get to be able to believe that? Well, first of all, you've got to, you've got to believe in yourself. I mean, if you don't believe in yourself, you're sure not going to believe in anybody else. Number two, that foundation has got to be strong within you. Too many couples get married because they need somebody to take care of them rather than they want somebody to share their life. And that need is selfish. That want is togetherness. I mean, if, if I want you in my life, then I'm going to work every day to let you know how important you are to my life. If I need you in my life, I'm going to work every day to make you my hostage. And I'll love you as long as you meet my needs. But if you don't meet my needs then you don't love me. And man, that's a game that's played so many different times. Yeah. And 
you really got to work on the foundations of a relationship. And it starts with never forgetting that special something. It goes to never stop dating. It goes to always communicating from where the relationship is. And it's making sure that every day you are, as an individual are becoming better, stronger, smarter within yourself so that every day I can present you with a better part of me. When a relationship becomes boring and it's allowed to remain boring, it's very hard to turn around. And you'd be amazed how many couples are bored with each other. What would you suggest to someone to make their relationship more interesting? Date. You need a date night every week. And if you have kids, it's not where you go out with the kids. It's where the couple, go, the couple goes out together. I remember one time I was out to dinner. This couple was next to me, mom, dad, and the two kids. It was their 10th wedding anniversary. You could tell he was not happy with having the kids there. Well, she took the kids to the restroom. And, you know, being the person that I am, I just couldn't help but I asked him, are you having fun? He said, no, this was supposed to be our night. Then he looked at me and he said, but she won't go anywhere without the kids. I bit my tongue, SJ, because I wanted to say, I I wanted to say to him, the reason she won't go anywhere without the kids is she doesn't want to be alone with you. Couples need a date night. And they also need to spice up their sex life because that can become boring. And they need to be willing to have a dream that they're dreaming together. What do we want for the future? You know, a huge percentage of marriages end up in divorce when couples have been married 19 to 24, 29 to 35 years. Kids are leaving home. And he wakes up one morning, looks at her, she looks at him, and he goes, who are you? She goes, I don't know, who are you? Two people can share a bed, share a house, even create children and be total strangers. It's because they lose that something. Everything else in life gets too busy for them to work on their relationship. When you have a good relationship, it takes you so much further. Yeah. Well, you're happy. You're complete. You have confidence. And you, you know what? When you know that that person is in love with you and they, you know, guys will look around, girls will look around, but when they always come back to you because of that special something, you know you have something special. But you have to work on that. It's not automatic. You got to work on that special something that you have between it and let it grow, let it mature, let it let it become the essence of who you are as a couple. Yeah. And that's what makes you proud of each other. Exactly. You just shared with us so much to take in in just this short episode. Where could people find more about you so that way they could hear more of your great stuff? My website is real simple. It's richardflint.com. And if they'll go, there's a place that says it's my store. If they'll go down and scroll to the books, there's a couple of books that are on relationship. Uh, one of them is in Building Blocks on Relationships, which are 20 experiences I had with couples that were going through challenges in their relationship and what they had to do to get back to the special something. And then there are two uh, MP3s on there that I really like. One entitled, If Marriages Are Made in Heaven, Why Can't They Be Endured on Earth? And it's a look at the seven opposites that always get married to each other. And then one for uh, couples that have been married for a while entitled, What Do You Do When the Lust is Gone? How do you get back to strengthening the love connection between? And if they have any questions or anything they'd like to ask me, I'm always open to it. It's just richard at richardclint.com. Awesome. And I answer all emails personally. No one on my staff answers my emails. So if there's any way I can help your followers, I would be happy to. Great. Thank you so much. It's been awesome. Well, thank you for letting me do this and for sharing this time with you and with those people who follow you. Yeah, it's really been great. Thank you so much. Hey there, did you order the Genius Relationships online course yet? If not, you're missing out. The experts are teaching their top 
top secrets and tools how you could change your relationship today and take it to the next level. Go to GeniusRelationships.com now. You'll be glad you did.